0: disappointment for small and medium businesses in Auckland saddled with debt. The region is staying under its current Alert Level 3 settings for a further two weeks, with settings to be reviewed on November 1st. National leader Judith Collins says small business owners are on their knees across Auckland and around the country. Heart of the City Chief Executive Viv Beck joins me now. Good morning to you, Viv. Uh, Good morning, Gary. You probably weren't expecting much from the press conference, but man we didn't get much
1: no i was certainly hoping to hear a, a signal that um business in auckland had been uh, heard um and and we got that but we have you know we've got to wait till friday for that and it certainly can't come soon enough for many people out there
0: how many people i mean how long can you hang on
1: Well, unfortunately, a lot of people can't anymore, and, you know, you don't have to walk very far to see businesses closing, and it's pretty devastating, I have to say. You know, places that were there before the lockdown, gone now,
0: and, yeah, quite a lot of them. Of course, they've had the CRL as well.
1: Yeah. Oh, look, absolutely. I mean, I think, I mean, unfortunately, I I realise this. this is affecting a lot of people across the across Auckland, across the country, but I have to say we've had a perfect storm in the city centre. Yeah. Large-scale construction has absolutely devastated many of those businesses. And then on top of that, we basically lose all our customers. We're left with a reasonably sized group of, um, uh, of residents, but not enough to sustain all the businesses we've got. So it, it's major.
0: Is there going to be a heart of the city at the end of this, quite frankly, shit storm? Well, I, there is actually confidence in the future,
1: and I think the the investment going on, both both public and private, is is a positive endorsement of that. So, the issues that we see are short to medium, and they're big, and yeah. they do need a significant. Um, support now to enable us to recover. I mean, before the lockdown, this latest lockdown, there were many businesses struggling, but there were also some positive signs of, you know, new things happening. But this is now, you know, we're approaching 200 million in loss of spending for this lockdown alone, and that's falling on the same shoulders that it's been falling on every time. That's a huge amount of money. We'll be at nearly 900 million this week. Um, in terms of, of loss of consumer spending in the heart of the city since the beginning of last year. and you know That's, that's just not the sustainable. No, well, it's not, no. And that's the devastating thing here. The support has been too slow. I mean, people have appreciated the, the wage subsidy, but the reality is that doesn't cover it. You've heard many people telling you that. Uh, they've appreciated the fact they've got some more resurgence payments now, but it's just really leaving them stranded. And so they've got to cover all their costs, They've got to prop up other costs with their staff. Nobody wants to let good staff go. Nobody wants to lose a business they've put their heart and soul into. So this is a devastating cost of this. But we do need to see a substantial package on Friday that covers the financial support and also gives the clarity that people are looking for. Because part of the problem at the moment is with a lot of people that have gone out and got their vaccinations, and they're saying things like, well, I'm double vaccinated. My customers are double vaccinated. Why can't I start trading? And it's that clarity
0: that people need because yep. otherwise there isn't the incentive
1: you know people, are, people have gone out and done the right thing
0: yep. and they're stuck at home exactly it's exactly my point if i'm a double vaccinated hairdresser and my clients can show me they've been double vaccinated why can't i safely operate my business or if i'm a yep. florist or yep. you know if i have a sandwich bar it's just people businesses don't want handouts they want to trade you know, and well, this is you know, when we're talking about the millions and millions of dollars in packages, this money has got to be paid back and the mm. the businesses, I'm sure, would rather be opening their doors and doing it on their own two feet.
1: That's all they've ever said, actually. Mm. In the end. I mean I think it's devastating for a business to have a person who is entrepreneurial, has you know, yes. put all their life and soul into their business to actually feel they've got to put their hand out. And the same thing with the businesses affected by construction. It's the last thing they want. But they're in a position completely out of their control. And it doesn't make sense. I mean, if you look at the you know, the, the jobs that will be lost, people that will end up having to have unemployment benefits, businesses pay tax, they pay GST,
0: or it doesn't make sense to let people fail. No. I, I No. <laughs> No, it doesn't. So what happens on Friday, like the announcement should have been made yesterday when the announcements are traditionally made, but what happens on Friday if there is no clarity is no plan. Okay. Well, there'll
1: be a, there'll be not only a lot of angry people, but there'll be a very loud noise from people from us because we do need to see something significant. These people have waited far too long, and the the country, the economy, are reliant on this. So we do need to see a substantial package that is also going to stimulate recovery, because yeah. it's not only a massive health shock, it's an economic social shock and we actually have to stimulate activity again and so we do need to see things that are going to actually get people moving because part of the problem is that we hear a lot about the macroeconomic figures Mm you know, the debt to GDP and the GDP growth and the unemployment figures, that belies what's going on under those figures, and that's the piece that have been really missed. So we need to see something that is going to actually support the businesses that are really struggling right now and that is going to stimulate the economy and actually get us moving again.
0: Because even if you do open for November, December, a lot of people won't be coming back into the city until next year. There's no right. tourism.
1: Yeah, that that's part of the problem. We are seeing people, um I mean we heard the basement theatre yesterday, which is understandable but devastating. The universities have said and, and we understand that, I mean the students need um, you know, security of knowing how they're going to do their exams and things, but as these decisions are made, it's just a blow for the ones that are left. Yeah. So we've got, I mean, we're we still planning, you know, we've yeah. still got yeah. things, on you know, that we we're intending to to launch, and we want to encourage people uh, if they're vaccinated, to come out and enjoy the city, and I think actually people are dying to get out now. Yeah, so definitely. if it can done be safely, and everybody follows the, the protocols, but get out and get trading again, that's what we need, because this is the time where the businesses need to make enough money to keep them through that January period, and, and yeah. the start of next year. So if they don't get a good run to Christmas that's a bigger problem again so we've got to enable people and enable them safely by all means but we've got to enable them and we've got to have a much greater balance between the health and the economic response.
0: Absolutely and I look forward to having you back on to talk about these initiatives, we'll give them a good burst of publicity confident yeah. in my expectations that there will be some wonderful initiatives before Christmas thank you Viv, Viv Beck, Heart of the City Chief Executive